Hello and welcome to another episode of Three Guys in the Mouth. I am George and here are my Mouseketeers, Josh. Yo. And Hunter. Hello. And yeah, let's, let's start. Yep, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a, kind of a news roundup, uh, I guess is what we're going to say. Uh, we're just talking about like recent things. Um, we're going to start off with, uh, since as of the day we're doing this, um, this is... June 23rd, so I, I guess I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but uh, we just saw Inside Out this past weekend. Um, it just was released, and it had actually a huge opening. It uh, made $91.1 million in its opening weekend, which is the second biggest opening for a Pixar film, uh, which makes it only behind Toy Story 3, which made $110 million in its first weekend. $110? Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Realistically, though, um, a lot of people are also noticing this as a big deal because uh, when you really look at it, it means that Inside Out is the uh, biggest opening Pixar's ever had for an original film. That, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, Hunter, unfortunately, didn't see it because he was instead re-watching Jurassic World because he said the story was too hard for him to understand, and so he had to do a re-watch to get what was happening. That is a lie! <laughs> I was seeing it for the first time. Yeah, but, um, George and I, we saw it. It, yeah. it was a great movie. Um, uh, it was very emotional, um... It was a lot of fun, too, because my daughter, who you might hear yelling in the background, she was, she's a year and a half, and she sat through almost the whole movie, uh, which was, like, I, I thought that was very surprising. Like, it, it really let you know that they knew what they were doing. She was able to keep her attention. Um, there was a lot of things in there that I, I wasn't ready for. Like, as a parent, like, there were certain parts of that movie that made me sad for just, like, no reason. Like, no one else was sad, but I was, like... There was one scene where uh, the daughter, she's like, um, she's sitting in her room and the dad, it's after the dad sends her to uh, bed and he comes up and he's like, oh, well, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, and he's trying to talk to her and he's like, well, who's my little monkey? And he like wants to play with her, but she doesn't play back. And he's like, well, I, I guess uh, we'll talk later. And that depressed me because, like, my daughter and I, we're, we're super buddy-buddy now. So I'm just like, I looked at her and I was like, that's going to be you one day. You know, one of my favorite parts is when uh, the, the red guy, isn't mad or angry? Anger. Anger? Anger. Okay. So, like, there's some parts that have some, like, adult jokes, like, saying about, like, cussing, whatever. Um, I, I thought that was one of my favorite parts of the movie. I actually think, like, I like to jump on anger, too. I, one thing I loved was his, um, his newspaper. Because every time he would show up, he was reading a newspaper, and it would say things like, future is uncertain. Like, it would just say just uh, angry things. Like, uh, I think one of them said, like, Riley quits uh, hockey. <laughs> it was just funny. I was just like, oh, I like reading his newspaper. <laughs> you know, one of my... The parts I did not like, like of the characters, is the um, the uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, when he's like nervous, whatever. Uh, fear. Fear. I, I don't like I didn't him. Like fear. No. Fear was funny. He's not I, one of my favorite characters. I thought as an ensemble, it was like it was a great crowd. Like it was a great ensemble cast, and then Joy with uh, sadness was amazing. Just just how Joy kept trying really hard to be happy, but then 
she also did not like sadness at all. That was, like, you caught on to that immediately. Yeah, at first I did not like sadness. Like, why are you here? Like, yeah, why? But I understand why she's supposed to be there. Because she's supposed to be all happy, the daughter. Yeah. Well, what it really comes down to is we highly suggest you see this movie. Yes. It's awesome. We loved it. Go see it now. As I will. Yeah. <laughs> Turn off the podcast and just go. Yeah. Oh, and also, uh, the short before it, Lava, they had, um, they had showed it off online, like, uh, what was it, last year, I think? Um, it's about, it's a story about, uh, an island who, uh, is dreaming of, like, someone that he wants to be with, and he's singing a song to her. Uh, it was really cute. I really loved it. My daughter especially loved it. She was singing along with it, even though we had never seen that short before. I was just like, you don't know the words. You know, in the beginning, I, I thought it was really sad because, like, the song is about him being all alone and then, like, the lyrics or whatever. Yeah, but he's got a dream. Yeah, <laughs> at the end. One day it'll come true <laughs> that you're here with me. And then when he and went... I'm there with you. When he went inside the water, oh, he just oh looks God. up. Yeah. <laughs> that was so sad. I was just like, they're going to end it this way? Yeah. <laughs> Together, uh, what's he say at the end? Uh, um, I'll lava with you. Yeah, that's what he says. I'll lava with you. Oh, so good. (laughs) (laughs) Aside from me singing the song Uh, to you. Um, Also, as of today, a pretty big thing was announced, actually. Marvel announced that Tom Holland is going to be the new Spider-Man. Who's that? Yeah, that's the real question, right? <laughs> Who's that? He he was in a movie called The Impossible with uh, Naomi Watts and uh, Ewan McGregor. I didn't care to see it. <laughs> it's about a family like surviving like a tsunami. But uh, you know, um, I'll, one thing I'll give it is like uh, they really meant it when they said they were going for young, because like th- this is a kid. Like he's he's like a teenager. He's my, he, he's a year younger than me to be exact. But I, I will reserve judgment because, you know, after the yeah. whole Mr. Garfield thing. Yeah, I mean, Andrew Garfield was a good Spider-Man. He just was in two bad Spider-Man movies. Exactly. <laughs> that was his problem. Yeah, 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 that's what hurt him. He was, in two, uh, he was in two versions of basically Spider-Man 3. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but uh, um, the first appearance of uh, Tom Holland as Spider-Man is... Supposedly supposed to be in uh, Captain America Civil War, which is looking better and better with every announcement and every little leak. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but uh, Frank Grillo as a Crossbones in the yeah. suit. Oh, my God. Like, when I saw it, I was just like, that's what I wanted Bane to be. <laughs> Instead, we got uh, Bane with a respirator and talking really <laughs> low all the time. He was, a good, he, was, he was a good Bane, though. I like oh. it. I like me. Let's be honest. He didn't really have much competition. Yeah. Hey, better yeah. than the old one when you click the button. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, also in 2017, uh, the first uh, Spider-Man movie will be coming out. The only thing I don't like, I don't know how you guys feel, but um, I don't like that we have a new a new Spider-Man, especially a Peter Parker Spider-Man, oh, okay. so close to the last one that we just had. And... You know, I, I'll, I'll say I'm not a fan of Tobey Maguire, but while I watched uh, Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2 the other day, and I realized, I was like, I like him as Spider-Man. Like, I had nothing against him. It was the third one. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, everyone has something against Spider-Man 3. <laughs> you know, I really hope they upgrade their his uh, uniform a little bit more. Like, I don't know, like, on the, sec- on the second one, well, The Amazing Spider-Man. I didn't like it too much. I think they should have done something better. That's, I, mean, I don't know, it's just me. Yeah, I think, like, realistically, the Spider-Man suit that Tobey Maguire wore, I think, looked the best. Because, like, um, the ones that, uh... The ones that Andrew Garfield wore, I, I always thought when I saw him in it, I just kept thinking to myself, like, did he, like, um, you know, wash it in warm water? Because it looks, <laughs> it looks like it's tie-dye. <laughs> it looks like the colors bled through. My thing, though, is, like, it's kind of hard to revamp that, that costume too much because, I mean, you know, it's kind of the classic look, unless you're going for one of the different comic book series versions of him. Uh, I don't know if it was up to me, it'd be 20 99, yeah. But, yeah. I guess we're just hoping for an Iron Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, that that looks promising. Um, I don't know. Like like Hunter said, though, I'll reserve my judgment. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to get too ahead of myself. You know, I might have done that for Andrew Garfield, but it's because <laughs> in the trailers for Amazing Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man 2, I knew, I was like, these are not going to be good. <laughs> I will say, though, uh, just to call her out, my wife had the audacity to enjoy <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man 1 more than The Avengers, which I still tell her that she's out of her mind. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, I was like, no. No way. <laughs> oh. So, uh, moving on into a little bit of a depressing thing. Um, Tomorrowland... The movie looks like uh, is going to cost Disney. They're projecting 120 to 140 million dollars in loss. Um, Ooh. Of course, this isn't as much as uh, Lone Ranger, which uh, lost Disney almost 200 million dollars. But it, like, I feel like they kind of did it to themselves. Like they did the same thing they did with uh, Lone Ranger and um, John. Uh, was it John Carter? Because the movie cost $180 million to make, which, you know, it's realistically nowadays it's considered kind of cheap. And they made that back already, though. But the problem is, is that they spent $150 million on marketing for that movie, which I know I, I heard other people say, like, where did they spend it? But, like, they pushed this movie really hard. It was on TV a lot. Um, I've seen it everywhere. And at the parks, they were giving out the pin... Just for you coming uh, coming in to see the uh, preview. Of course, they were out of them by the time we went through. I bought one myself from Hot Topic. I received one when I went to see the movie. Like, yeah, like, they were just giving these things away. Like, uh, you know, that costs a lot. It's, it's really unfortunate because I really enjoyed that movie. And you know what's even worse is the three movies you named all were pretty good. Yeah. Especially the Lone Ranger, but but yeah, the, it's, yeah. it's it's sad because they all lost them. The but the hate on John Carter and Lone Ranger, yeah, it's just people being haters. It's like my girl Tay Tay says, "Haters gonna hate, hate, hate." <laughs> Me though, I'm gonna shake, shake, shake it off. <laughs> Let me throw that in there. But uh, yeah, like you know, Tomorrowland, like Hunter and I saw it. George did not. Um, I honestly would say, like, to anyone out there, uh, you don't need to see this in theaters. Like, this is a movie you can stand to wait, because, like, it's it's a perfect Damon Lindelof movie. Like, anyone that knows Lost knows that Damon Lindelof is really good at starting things, but when it comes to a conclusion, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's like, 
Well, you know how it would be interesting for us to get to Tomorrowland and uh, they have to try to uh, get something going? Instead, how about it's abandoned, looks awful, and uh, we killed the bad guy for no reason. <laughs> Love it. Do it! <laughs> That's basically how the movie is. You're just like, I didn't, I didn't understand why we needed this. You know, the one reason why I just want to watch Tomorrowland is just because of Disney. That's it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's, like, in the beginning of the movie. That's the first part of the movie. Yeah. Actually, I listened to uh, Wedway Radio. Um, they're, like, Wedway Now. And they were talking about how uh, all the stuff they wanted in the movie wasn't there. Because it was the stuff that they were pushing in the trailers. They were pushing, like, the Walt Disney connection, the Tesla, and all that. And then, like, you watch the movie, it's not there. Like, you're just like, well, where, where, where's all these things that I was going to get? Like... Even, like, a little, like, lining to it, like, especially Walt Disney, they basically pretend like he wasn't there at all. No. It, it, it's really unfortunate. You know, it's, it's funny, though, because uh, I, I really had such high hopes for that film. And when we left, I still enjoyed it, but, yeah, you know, it kind of left a lot of stuff that you, that you were hoping for, you know, in the dark. You yeah. expect something better. Yeah. Yeah, I really, yeah. It, it's one of those movies, it's like Iron Man 3. Like, uh, if you watch it and then... You turn it off at a certain point, great movie. Like, if I watched Tomorrowland right now, and when they uh, go on the Eiffel Tower and they head to Tomorrowland, if I turned it off right then, before they actually get there, great movie. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic movie. Just like Iron Man 3. If you turn it off right before he catches Trevor, right before uh, Trevor's revealed, you're like, what a great movie. What a great villain. <laughs> Then you watch the ending and you're, you're like, like, oh no. Why? No. <laughs> he wasn't ready. So you're saying I'd rather watch Back to the Future Part 2? Oh, never. <laughs> no one. That's a universal thing. Ne never watch that film. Universal is not Disney. Anyway. anyway. Um, this comes on the heels, though, that uh, it, it was uh, put out that even though Disney had, like... Um, uh, sort of announced that uh, Tron 3 was actually going ahead, like greenlit um, Tron Ascension, and uh, the actors were already saying that they'd come back to do it. Director, um, he, uh, oh man, now I can't think of his name, but uh, I think it's Joseph Kaczynski, something like that. But uh, the director of, uh, you know, Tron, um, it's gonna say Tron Infinity. I know it was that. That was a video game. Um, Tron Legacy. He, uh, he had already written a sequel, so, like, um, they already had it, but I guess, like, they, that's the thing, though, is, like, you know, Tomorrowland, we find out that Tomorrowland is not doing well, and then we find out that Tron 3's been canceled, and everyone's like, oh, you know, this is because of, uh, Tomorrowland. I would honestly say that it's a little bit of that, but it's also the fact that, like, you have to look at it, like, from a business sense, it's like, Tomorrowland didn't do well, the... Uh, John Carter didn't do well. Like, ever, they keep trying to do movies like this, you know, sci-fi movies, and people just don't care to see them. So they're just like, you know what, we, we'll just stop doing them. But then, like, that's the other thing, too, is, like, they never officially announced that it was going on, so, like, that means they were in the early stages of greenlighting, which means, like, it's, like, getting the script and all that. And if they don't like the script, they're gonna throw it out. They're gonna boot you. That, that's the thing that sucks about, like, 
our generation right now is like everything's so like uh, you know social media is so big on letting mm-hmm. us know immediately when something happens that they let you know when things get greenlit immediately but uh, I've heard actors say all the time they're like things get uh, thrown out before they get into production all the time like you know, it's not, it's not, a, it's not anything crazy, but we react like it's crazy because we're like, we almost had it, we almost <laughs> banded together. When in reality, it wasn't even yeah. close. <laughs> in reality, Tron 3 probably wasn't that close to, like, actually getting into production. Um, I will, I will say, though, the, uh, awful part is, like, that on the heel of that, too, you get word that Maleficent 2 was happening and it's like great a sequel to a bad movie just what I needed why (laughs) I I know um, on Wedway they also talked about they said that they saw it like Disney was stepping away from sci-fi and they were just like we're just gonna do these fairy tale movies which I'd have to agree because like you know with Cinderella and Maleficent it's like you know it makes business sense like why would you why would you keep losing money (laughs) <laughs> There's no reason to. Just make a sequel to Lone Ranger. That's all we're asking. Please. And Sorcerer's Apprentice. <laughs> yeah, wait! <laughs> Sorcerer's Apprentice was a good movie. Yeah. Anyone that didn't like it is a terrorist. <laughs> Anyone that didn't like Sorcerer's Apprentice, it probably goes to Universal Orlando for their whole vacation because they don't know what fun is. <laughs> Just saying that right now. Uh... <laughs> I guess we should move on from, from me being rude. Right. So, uh, at, uh, when we saw Inside Out, uh, the Good Dinosaur trailer was up on the big screen. I'll say I spoiled it for myself already because I had watched it uh, when it premiered on online. And I don't know how you guys felt, but I was not impressed. I was actually very upset with what I saw. And it, it's not because like, it's a teaser trailer, so you don't get much. What I didn't like, though, is the animation. Like, it's ugly. <laughs> it looks like a cartoon, and I'm just like, this is subpar. Like, just the look is awful. And, and then I was hoping that seeing it on the big screen, that I would have a different reaction, but yeah. I did not. I, I had that. I, if anything, it was more so. Because, like, when you see them on the big screen, you're just like, yeah, that is not, that is not a good look. It looks like, it, it, it almost looks like Madagascar style, <laughs> like, uh... You know, DreamWorks, DreamWorks style. style animation. You know the uh, the um, halfway approach where they're like, "Well, we'll just make them look like we hand drew them, but uh, not hand drew them with the hand you write with, but hand drew them with your feet." <laughs> how do How do you feel, George? You know that commercial. The only thing that was funny is when the meteor was gonna come, and then it just passed by. That, that's the thing, though. It was just a teaser, so they just showed you like quick things. There, it didn't even present a storyline to you. <laughs> uh, I I watched it and a lot of it looked good, but you're right. The, the dinosaurs looked really, you know, cartoony, like to to an extreme. Yeah. But I'm still probably gonna see it because it's, yeah. you know, it's Pixar. You you have to consider too that um, this movie it's had like a lot of problems. It was pushed back. It was supposed to come out last year, and actually I think this is the first time Disney or Pixar's ever had to push back a movie, and they pushed this movie back a whole year. Right. And that's why last year there was no Pixar movie because they didn't have anything. Because this movie got pushed They're back. Wrong, yeah. Bob Peterson, who created the story and was the writer director, he got fired because he couldn't keep the thing going. I'll, I'll give it though. The silver lining I'll say is sometimes it works out. Like Ratatouille is like probably the most famous, 
one you could say where like you have a movie that the creator he could not cut it and uh, the guy who uh, actually um, originally was supposed to direct and write Ratatouille was I I can't remember his name but I believe it's the guy who did Jerry's game you know the oh, short okay, with the okay. old man and like he came up with the idea but then like he wasn't cutting it so they kicked him out of it and they brought in Brad Bird and uh, apparently as uh, you know the gospel goes Brad Bird basically threw out everything that the guy had done except for the basic part which was that you know the rat wanted to be a chef but I guess sometimes you gotta reach into your reserve players to you know finish the job so yeah that I feel like that that also makes me a little upset with Tomorrowland too because it's like Brad Bird so far has showed like really good judgment in making things and it's like how did he allow that script like when you read that ending you can't read that and go this is the ending to this movie like yeah. I would have preferred a non-ending to that movie like if nothing was resolved I would have preferred that uh, I would have preferred it to end with like a message of you have to you have to be the um, you have to be the optimist I, I would have preferred that save the future for us <laughs> yeah you know I'm kind of curious about you know at the end I mean, there's a, there's a, it was a good dinosaur or whatever, and you see, like, the hand. Yeah. Like, I'm guessing it had to do something with cave man yeah. people, right? Um, yeah, it's actually, that's funny, because, um, I was yelling at my <laughs> iPod to, uh, Nate and Matt today, because they, they were like, I didn't really get what that meant. Um, and, like, it was well known from the beginning that the story of this movie is, it's if the meteor didn't destroy the dinosaurs, and the dinosaurs lived with people. Oh, okay. So, like, the whole thing is, like, um, the main dinosaur, I can't remember what his name is, uh, but he has a pet human, like, or he, like, finds a little human boy, and it's, like, his pet. So that's what the hand is for. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because, yeah, that, that, like you said, that didn't really give us a lot. Yeah. Obviously, because it's a teaser. Yeah, you know, at first, when I saw it, like, I had so many questions, like, one of them was, like, is the caveman gonna... Like, how, how is the caveman going to survive? Like, are they going to become friends? Yeah, or, um, is the dinosaur the bad people? Or is the human the bad people? I don't know, you know? There's so many questions. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, too, is it was a teaser, so it didn't give you much. So, when it really comes down to it, we're going to have to wait and see, you know, with the next trailer or whatever. Yeah. Um, like I said, like, when I saw the meteor or whatever, I, I thought, the, the first thing I was like, okay, it's gonna be a funny movie, but then after that, it's just, that's it. <laughs> yeah, they, they played it off more epic, too. Um, the other trailer that they had was for Disney's Zootopia, where, and I have to say, this one, actually, I liked what I saw. <laughs> the animation looked really good, um, the snarky attitude with, uh, Jason Bateman, uh, <laughs> he was narrating it because he plays the fox in it mm -hmm. um and the characters all looked amazing like and and it's funny like if you watch it and you just look around like uh in in the background it was like a uh, an elephant mother with an elephant baby like uh, the trunk of the baby is holding the tail of the mom and, and it just looks funny because they're wearing clothes but they're still <laughs> acting like animals and then of course the that um what is it the uh wildebeest Eating the tranquilizers. I, I was like, everything in there I liked. The one thing I did not like is at the end when he said, um, 
It's like nothing you've uh, ever seen before. I was like, uh, yeah. nope. <laughs> I did. I could have went, went on without yeah. that stupid pun. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't need you to throw that in there. <laughs> that just ruined the movie. I don't want to see it. I walked out of Inside Out right at that moment. <laughs> I don't know. With that movie, it like it doesn't look too. It, it doesn't look. Too good. I don't know. Really? Yeah. Well, so. like, you didn't you know, see like... anything of the movie, though. That was the thing, too. That was another teaser, and uh, all you saw were the characters. Mm-hmm. You didn't get. You didn't get the story. Yeah. You sure. just got. Uh, you just got the characters are anthropomorphic, and uh, they wear clothes. I I saw it. I, I immediately. I was like, I like it because it leaves a lot to the imagination. It's right yeah. now going through the head. It's like it's like oh, you know, how does everybody play into it? Because you know, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I would say, in uh, in my mind, my uh, my emotions in there, they're loving what they saw in there. <laughs> Joy, anger, all of them. <laughs> they're all excited. Okay, so uh, we're moving on to some parks news. And um, it was, well, this is a little old, because it was at the end of May, but um, Jay Rizzullo, the CFO of uh, the Disney company, announced that he is resigning and by the end of June, he's going to be uh, stepping down uh, from his CFO position at Disney. And um, th- to be honest, like, I saw this, like, not as too big of a loss. <laughs> I know a lot of people, like, online, I saw, I saw people, like, tweeting, like, oh, can't wait for Rizzullo to take over Universal Creative and show Disney how it's done. And it, I was just like, I don't think you know Jay Rizzullo, because... This is the guy who wanted to give us the version of New Fantasyland that was the Sweet Sixteen party for Princess Aurora and uh, the Pixie Hollow instead of uh, the Storybook Circus. So I'm like, I don't think you know what he knows with it. Like, I looked up the guy. He 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 worked for Chase Bank for like a long time. I'm like, he had no right to be a creative person. Mm. He's like, hey man. And then, like, everyone wants to, like, dump on uh, Tom Staggs now, but, like, when it really comes down to it, you look at Tom Staggs' uh, portfolio, and everything he's done so far has just been, you know, right out of the park, just home runs. Like, uh, the, the big thing, though, with this announcement is everyone knew that for, since um, Bob Iger announced that he's going to be stepping down, and uh, originally it was supposed to be, I think, 2016, but now it's 2018. Uh, when he said that, it, it turned into everyone already knew it. it was like, well, it's between Stags and Rizzullo. But then when they flopped uh, positions, they uh, he flip flopped their positions because Tom Stags was the CFO and uh, Rizzullo was the was in charge of Parks. Uh, when they flipped, everyone was wondering what was going on, and like I like I got immediately what it was. Uh, I'll I'll say though I <laughs> I wasn't too sure. Like, uh, I, I assumed that what it was, it was Bob Iger testing them to see, like, w- uh, what they could do. And I feel like Tom Sachs has proven that if, you know, it comes down to him being the CEO, he's going to do it. He knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He knows how to make money and get people excited for the parts. Magic bands. <laughs> oh, no. Fast, fast, plus. <laughs> She wants to back up. Oh, okay. That's my daughter. <laughs> you guys have anything you want to say on that? At all? Uh, I do. You know, actually, I'm okay with that move with Tom Sachs. Because yeah. after explaining what, what, what his original plan for, for you know, New Fantasyland is, it's like, what was he yeah. on? 
Uh, it's it's just that thing though, like um, you know. Of course, we're we're never going to get uh, as amazing a a park as you'll see in Tokyo, um, and that's like uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about is um, it. Uh, who is it? Uh, is it? I think it was Huffington Post. Um, it, it may have been a, a different newspaper. Who cares? Newspaper's dead. But, uh, <laughs> they printed the story online that, um, they had seen what, uh, Disney's doing for the, um, as they were told, it's called Frozen Forever, and it's the attraction that's replacing Maelstrom, uh, in Norway at, uh, Epcot, and what I, I just have to say, I abhor this thing, like, it, this was the worst thing I could have heard, like, when I heard the name, I immediately just, I was just shaking my head, like, why? Frozen forever? I'm like, it's an attraction. What do you mean, frozen forever? And, and then, like, even the part of me that, like, was trying to give them the benefit of the doubt when they had originally announced that it was going to be a frozen ride replacing Maelstrom. By the way, Maelstrom's awful. Uh, but it was so boring. You were waiting 20 minutes for an awful ride. But you still prefer that ride, then? Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> I prefer the oil derelict on <laughs> that for no reason was in the ride. But, like, that's the thing is, like, you know, the part of me that wanted to believe was just like, you know what, maybe they'll do it right. Because they, they, were, they were so big on, you know, Frozen is based on Norwegian culture. We're going to be true to Norwegian culture. And if you read, like, what the... what the Frozen Forever is gonna be, you're just like, this is not at all gonna honor Norway in any way. Because basically what what it is, like if you read it, it's basically they're taking the actual Maelstrom ride and they just threw the characters in there and they're like, okay, that's a ride now. <laughs> I mean, how bad can it be? I mean... Who knows? Yeah, like, well, it's frozen, so yeah. that's already pretty bad. I guess I just gotta let it go. <laughs> uh, but, you know, um, last year, Tokyo Disneyland actually had announced their expansion for Fantasyland. And, like, they're, ex they're like, I believe they're doubling the size of their Fantasyland. And they're doing it like the same thing where it's gonna be the Enchanted Forest in the back, but... The way they're doing it is it's going to have small kingdoms that are almost like mini lands. And one of them that they announced is Arendelle. And just off of what they were saying for that, I was just like, that, like, I don't like Frozen. But hearing their Arendelle, I was just like, I would like to see that. I would like to see the actual castle and walk around and have, like, an original ride, not, you know, a, an overlay on an existing ride. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, um, that's the thing, though, is uh, I was just complaining about that, that, like, that's the problem with uh, Disney is that they don't want to foot the bill. But then in Tokyo, you've got Oriental Land Company who always foots the bill, but they're like, it needs to be good. And you're just like, that's the attitude you should have. It shouldn't be, oh, well, I don't want to pay money for this thing. Just Can, can't you just put Elsa in there as an AA figure? People don't want that. No, you can't, sir. Yeah, you got to do it right. Don't don't let don't it do go. it halfway. Yeah, I guess I just have to let it go. <laughs> oh yeah, and then uh, I I I have to say too, I actually really also hate that uh, what they're doing in Epcot for Norway. 
the expansion pad that's between Mexico and Norway, there. I hope I hope I'm right about that. But Epcot sucks, so who cares? I'm <laughs> <laughs> just gonna keep saying evil things. So, Epcot used to be good. We never got to see the good one, but whatever. Um, <laughs> oh, that expansion pad though. They're putting a meet and greet area for the characters right there, and I also hate this because I'm just like, you're building a huge complex that's just a store and meet and greets? Like, it's so stupid, like, and I get it, like, yeah, people are waiting like two to three hours to meet the characters, but it's like, you know, eventually they're gonna stop coming and waiting that long to meet them. They're only doing that now, like, I mean, at Disneyland we had long waits for them, uh, and I just kept walking by. I was just like, whatever. But just like when they had uh, Flynn Rider and uh, Rapunzel, it was a two to three hour line the whole time. And I just waited. I was like, whatever. <laughs> That's the thing, though. Is like, I feel like Disney, the way I see it, I was, uh, I was just saying, like, Disney, they kind of react, like, to Frozen and... Um, Tangled, it reminds me of the relationship they have with uh, with uh, Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast, where you've got, Beauty and the Beast is a juggernaut film, like everyone knows that, it was nominated for uh, Best Picture, which was like unheard of at the time for an animated film to get nominated to such a high degree, but that's the thing, is Disney always has looked at Beauty and the Beast like, oh this movie is amazing, people love it, but when you really look at, like, sales of, like, merchandise and stuff, it's the Little Mermaid. That's what everyone wants. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I've, I've always heard that, too, where they're, like, um, anytime Disney releases anything for Little Mermaid, it sells because people love Little Mermaid. And that's how I feel with, like, uh, Tangled and Frozen. Like, we're already at this point where you hear people... I know people who were, like, diehard Frozen fans that now they're just, like... When when they announced Frozen Forever, they were just like, ah, no. When they did the Frozen Summer, fun, yeah. whatever, I think that was way yeah. too much. Like I understand, like summer or winter, the yeah. coolest summer ever. Yeah, just like no, burn down the burn down Disney World. That's why. <laughs> that, that's the thing though. It's like they're they're reacting like Frozen's gonna be here forever. People are always gonna love it. But I'm like. Because they're like pushing it so hard in our faces, everyone's gonna sour. Yeah, 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 but I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, you get the you get the return on Tangled because they didn't push it so hard on you. So now people are just like, when they see Rapunzel, they're like, Oh my God, <laughs> Rapunzel, yeah, Punzi. Yeah, you know, you know, with Frozen though, they're like saying that you're always gonna love it. They won't be saying that in a year and a half when you know people are picketing down with Elsa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing though it's like I don't think I don't think it'll ever hit a, like I'm not saying it's gonna hit a point where people are just openly like I will not ride this ride I don't think it's that I, I just honestly think it's gonna be like the reaction is gonna be where you're gonna have parents going ugh I don't care just wait in a year and a half they're gonna have a new character uh, that people are gonna love yeah it's, anger uh, what is it uh Moa Mo Moana, oh, Moana, the it, animated film. Is that the, the one with the one? Dwayne Johnson in it? Yeah, that's the next one. He's so, he, uh, I actually heard an interview from Dwayne Johnson saying he was he's so excited with working with Disney. Yeah, yeah, he he wanted to a long he's time. He's gonna be singing in it too. Yeah, hey, he's a good singer. Can you hear what the Rock is singing? <laughs> you saw the game, but you know he can kind of sing. <laughs> I mean, true. I mean, like. Uh, 
that that's the thing. It's like I, I don't want to sound too much like a hater, but we are. We're, we're hate. <laughs> haters got it. A little bit. Yeah, yeah just uh, a little bit. I don't know. I'm I'm just hoping. I just keep hoping that they're gonna do it right. But every chance they get, they they wanna. They just want the quick buck. Is how I see it with Frozen. They just want the money now. They don't care if people care about it. Now, if they, uh, I know they're gonna make a ride whether in uh, Florida. They gotta do it right. Like they have to be the best technology where people want to get it instead of saying like, "Oh, all of this, blah blah blah." You know. Uh, I have heard though that the um, animatronic for Elsa—they're planning for it to be like the most advanced animatronic. So I mean, it'll have like some cool things, but like I said, like they're using the same ride track. It's—it's just—it's gonna be the same ride, just with different characters on it. Mm-hmm. I hope they make it more like like over in um, the Little Mermaid. The um, yeah, I love that ride. Like Ursula. Like, the first time, she was just singing and just moving. I was like, oh my god, dude, technology changed so much. Just see, like, I want George, something like that. George was partially scared because he thought it was his grandma. <laughs> he was like, grandma? He was like, abuela! <laughs> yeah, but, you know, yeah, but, you know, that's what, that's what people want, though. You know, yeah, that's they, what I want. Yeah, we want the rides done right, and we don't want to be sitting there just, like, regretting the, the choice of coming. What I really don't want in the beginning... It's just saying, let it go. Let oh, it's going to have that scene in it. They they already put that in there in the like little thing about the ride. When you go by Elsa, that's what's going on. In the beginning, do you want to build? No! <laughs> and then like, uh, no! yeah, anyone who's been on Maelstrom knows that uh, it has a part where you go backwards. To explain that part, um, you're going to come up to Marshmallow, the huge snow monster, and he's going to push the, uh, he's going to push it. I was just like, whatever. <laughs> that was my reaction. I was like, you're covering up the fact that it's the same ride. That? <laughs> That's right, guys. Nothing's different. <laughs> yeah. I will say, though, um, I actually forgot to add this in here, so I'm going to say it now. Um, Tangled is actually getting a TV show, which uh, they had announced. And uh, they also announced that Zachary Levi and Mandy Moore are coming back for it. Fantastic. And it, apparently it's going to take place between Tangled and uh, Tangled Ever After, okay. which I will say, like, I heard, I believe it was um, Josh Taylor, I think, on Modern Mouse Radio, they were talking about, is it going to be the Rapunzel with the brown hair or Rapunzel with the, the long, long hair? Because, like, everyone's going to want it to be Rapunzel with the long hair. Like, I've even seen the, uh, the toys where they did it like that, where it didn't even make sense. Like, I worked for the Disney store for a little, like, a few months, and when um, Tangled Ever After came out, we had a, we had a plush doll uh, that was supposed to be the wedding doll of Rapunzel, but she had the, the blonde hair. And I remember little girls were super annoyed about it because they were like, this is not the one from the movie. And we're like, oh, no, you know, it's Rapunzel. They're like, no, her hair was brown. And I was just like, I don't know what uh, to tell you. We assumed you were dumber. <laughs> Little kids are smart, man. They'll, yeah. they'll, they'll call you on it. What's this? Yeah. <laughs> that, that is fantastic news, though, because yeah. I've been waiting for a while to hear more stuff about that. I know. Um, I'm going to go ahead and let you guys know, because we're, we're about wrapped up right here. So I'm uh, going to let you know some things that are coming forward for us Uh George and I were actually about to go to Disneyland. I'm going to record some stuff there. That's the plan. And uh, if it's good, we'll, we'll post it for you guys so you can hear us like in the park and our reaction to seeing the 60th anniversary stuff. 
Um, another thing that we're working on is uh, we're going to be doing like a special series. Uh, it's uh, what's wrong with Disneyland and what's wrong with Disney World. Uh, we've already we've already like gone through it. Uh, I guess I'd say a practice, but <laughs> whatever you want to call it. But um, yeah, that's coming through. We're gonna have some guests. Not not guests, guests. Like you're not you're not gonna be sitting there like it's not Bill Farmer. <laughs> we're we're not bringing um, guests like in the Disney community. It's uh, our family of Disney community because you know we love Disney, so that's what we're bringing. Well, everybody, adios. <laughs> no, uh, so I want to thank you guys for listening to the third episode of uh, Three Guys in the Mouse. Uh, make sure to subscribe on iTunes uh, if you've got an iPhone, which I assume mostly you do. And if you don't, uh, you can follow us on Spreaker. And you can follow me on the Twitter at GeoDisney. That's G-I-O Disney. You can follow me, Hunter, on Twitter at Hunter3GATM. I know, I, I had to make it complicated. I apologize. You can follow me on Twitter at... I don't have a Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's at I don't have a Twitter? Oh, exactly. exactly. Um, also, you can uh, hit us up on Facebook and Instagram. We're, we're pretty easy to find if you can find us on the Twitter. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, especially on the Twitter. Um, <laughs> thank you, though, for listening, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. I, I thank you guys. See you later. Yeah. <laughs>